Hey everybody, I'm Chuck, he's Jason, that's Teaser. It's another episode of Bookends. We're here at uh, Sunset Station. First, we're going to recap a little bit of last weekend. Divisional round was, was fun, Jay. I mean, you had favorites that went two and two. Um, you guys did phenomenal on the Packers and over. Clearly the best game of the weekend for the guests. Um, you had a lot of Bucks money line play. They did well on that as well. We didn't know for sure were the Chiefs going in advance once Patrick Mahomes got hurt. They did squeak that game out. Um, and then the Bills, who has been red hot, I think eight straight you know, wins. Um, they're covering. That offense is clicking. Uh, they're a fun team to watch. And as we get into the championship week now, you've got four really good, talented quarterbacks. But the divisional round was fun. Yeah, I think the unders was kind of the key for us. Definitely. We saw, yeah. we saw some uh, lower-scoring games, and, and you brought it up that uh, – Betters cashed in on the Packers. We actually saw some sharp money on the Rams early in the week, and, and so that drove that number from the Packers being a seven-point favorite down to six-and-a-half, and, and for those of you, everybody got that got that six-and-a-half and jumped back in and brought it all the way back up to seven, but by far uh, the Packers were the big game for the, the public to continue to cash in on um, this week, and you know as we rolled this week, we've got two totals that are above 50. I think that um, you know as we look at the Ford cask in Green Bay and in Kansas City that we're expecting uh, cold weather with potential potential snow flurries or early um, snow, especially in Green Bay, uh, prior to game time. We'll see if that snow uh, rolls into game time. So some uh, weather that may play a part in uh, in the totals this week. Yeah, you're absolutely right. The unders were the key. Three of the four games went under. I think that was the big difference as we saw some some action on those games, uh, you know, tied to the favorites, but the under was really the key. Um, look, and and the, the, the Bills from the standpoint of... of uh, Raven the, teasers. The teasers. Right, the the yeah. Bills team went so far under, and there was a lot of money on the Ravens teasers, obviously taking them up to you know, a 10-point underdog right. um, expected to stay in that game. And obviously that 101-yard uh, interception return went a long way in, in uh, killing those Ravens teasers. Yeah, absolutely did. Bills are a fun team. I mean, they they really are. We're going to touch on the uh, the game in the NFC first, and that's uh, Packers and Bucks. I mean, how much fun is that? I mean, you can make a case that these are two of the, the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game. Um, you know, we know Rodgers, uh, he's, uh, he's looking for that second ring. Brady has gone to 13 AFC championship games with the Patriots. Uh, we know how many Super Bowls he's gone to and how good he's been. Uh, but the Packers at home, they're different. Uh, this is the first time that Aaron Rodgers will actually host a championship game in Lambeau Field. Uh, they were 7-1 and back-to-back years during the regular season at home. He is 78-19-1 in his career at Lambeau. That's a pretty impressive record, and he wants that second ring. I mean, you talk about a guy that they've already started talking about it. How much longer will he be in Green Bay? When is Jordan Love going to take over? He was the guy that sat in the green room draft day. Another Super Bowl ring. Doesn't that separate him from Brett Favre a little bit as he's that guy in Green Bay? I mean, they talk about Bart Starr, and then you've got Favre and, and Aaron Rodgers, but that would be a second ring for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and obviously the, the winning that championship uh, does things. And, and it's it's hard to, you know, we continuously look back at players of the past in all sports and compare things. And I think, you know, from a statistical standpoint. Different eras. Yeah, yeah. It, it, the game the games just change in every sport you talk about from basketball comparing Jordan to LeBron and it's just uh, they're, they're oh, both, I'll get in that discussion you know, with you anytime I know we'll get in that discussion but <laughs> again right. it's just different eras and right. the way the games are played and you know the, today's game is so so much more of a passing um, game and a, than it was uh, you know a running game just 10 years ago and a defensive game And uh, but yeah I mean we're, we're both 
not Green Bay Packer fans. Uh, you know, I was growing up in Chicago. We're right. both Bears fans, and the Packers have really been the, the angst to both of us. But, you know, Rodgers has done this, and they've been incredible, and they, they seem to have been just getting better to, to, again, that last week against the Rams team that had that number one defense that had shut Russell Wilson down and Ramsey uh, to shut these guys down. And, and really, Green Bay did whatever they wanted to do. And, and, I mean, there was a drop touchdown pass by Valdez Scantling, and so it could have been a lot worse than what it was. The, the Packers really seem to be clicking on all cylinders. Um, they're probably hoping that uh, there is some weather that potentially comes in. I don't know if all those guys from Tampa. I know it's not touchdown, Brady. touchdown Tom can right. play in the yeah. cold weather, but I don't know But the rest of those right. time, those guys coming up from Tampa, if they would want to see snow or not. Um, and obviously they, the Packers played that great snow game against Tennessee just three weeks ago. But, you know, this is a team that uh, beat them 38-10 to 10 in week six. But the trailed 10-0. to zero. Yeah, Packers yep. jumped out to an early 10 nothing lead right. and then had back-to-back possessions um, with an interception um, that got returned for a touchdown on a pass to Adams that he – he really didn't go back and get the ball. There was the potential for him to go back and get that ball, and that interception wouldn't happen. And then the very next series, a ball went on Devontae Adams' hands, um, got deflected, and, and back into Tampa's hand for another interception that they ran down to the five. And it kind of just steamrolled from there. The uh, Ronald Jones, I think, ran for over 120 yards in that game after they took the lead. And I think statistically, that was like the third worst uh, completion percentage game for Rodgers right. in that game after they got down. So um, that's secondary for the Bucks seem to have his number in that game um, but the secondary for the Bucks has really they been the problem. They played that way against Drew Brees as well I mean yep. they I think that was the difference it wasn't as much Tom Brady in that game against the Saints I think it was that defense that just really put a lot of pressure on Brees and kind of locked down Michael Thomas and Kamara where was the difference in that game? Well they're, they're the Tampa's that number one rushing defense they may even get uh, Vea back to even strengthen. It looks like they will. Strengthen yep. that number one rushing defense so I don't expect the Green Bay to, to run the ball a lot here or run the ball effectively I think it's going to be in Rodgers hands and they're going to sling the ball around. And 75% of the uh, yards that come against Tampa come through the air. So they they are beatable through the air if you can get those passes off. That pass rush is really good, and that's what Rodgers struggled with last time. Um, But I think that this is a... You know, a special Rodgers team, and we'll see what Adams. Um, he didn't have a particularly good game, but I think that the the supporting cast of the Tanyan and Lazard and Valdez Scantling, um, I think that there there may be openings for those guys as well. And all three running backs that they can use. I mean, they're really talented now. Yeah, Jones out of the Jones backfield. Jones and Williams, Williams. They've got three guys there. I think it's interesting you said that about the Packers and, and kind of the pass rush from from Tampa because Aaron Rodgers threw five interceptions this year. He threw two against Tampa in that game, and one was the pick six. So if there's any team or a defense that maybe you can say had his number a bit, it would be Tampa's defense. And again, they were they were losing that game 10 nothing. And I know we kind of talked about it. Wow, Green Bay got off to such a hot start, and then it changed on a dime. Um, but you talk about Brady, too. I mean, 13 times uh, with the Patriots. He's in the AFC Championship game. This is the first time in his career that he's been a wild-card quarterback. He had to win, in the road, win on the road in Washington, win on the road against the Saints, now he plays in Lambeau Field, and if he wins this game, he becomes the first quarterback ever to play in his home stadium on Super Bowl Sunday. So I think you look at both these guys, they're so talented. I mean, from our side of the counter, I think from the guest side, um, the network, the league, you couldn't have asked for a better matchup in the NFC than having Brady against Rodgers, a number hovering around a field goal, uh, a high total, possible snow, and in Lambeau Field. It's like a perfect storm uh, as far as everything goes for the betters. Yeah, and, and the only other thing on the on the Tampa side of things, I Obviously, they seem to have they, they've gotten better as Antonio Brown has developed more into this offense, and Godwin and Evans and Gronk and Cameron Brait. So they've definitely got a lot of those offensive weapons. And now you've seen Leonard Fournette play a little bit better over the last couple right. of weeks. Ronald Jones, that um, fingers healing up, the knees getting better. So you 
might see him take a little bit more of that offense over. And I, I think that you're going to want to see from a Tampa standpoint that they want to run the ball. They want to control the clock, that we're going to continue to see Fournette or Jones bang that ball away, and then Brady will take his shots where he needs them. Uh, but remember, on the Tampa side of things, they are playing their third road game in a row here um, as they uh, you know went to Washington in that first wild card right. game, then in New Orleans. And so that's not normally a... Um, uh, a road for success, um, but obviously if anybody can overcome it, it would be Brady and, and <laughs> right. this offense. And uh, the defense is really, you, you talked about it, the defense is going to uh, be the key. If they can get that pressure on Rodgers and slow that offense down a little bit and don't put this game into shootout mode, um, I think that's going to bode well for Tampa. Before we jump into the AFC game, the one question that I've been asked a lot is, who do you think kind of got the better of it You know, with Brady and Belichick um, after that Brady left uh, New England? I don't think you can really judge it on one year. If it's one year, of course you're going to say Brady went to a, a much better situation. You look at the skill position players that they had there. They added Antonio Brown and Gronk and, and Fournette. He's in a much better spot, I think, than, than Belichick. But I really think it's it's time. Uh, maybe three to five years from now, we'll be able to judge and say, I mean, Belichick went into this year knowing that he had guys that had left the team, um, knowing he had some skill position players he had to fill those spots for. I think it's going to take three to five years. And there's no guarantee that, that um, Tampa wins Sunday. And there's no guarantee they ever get back to the playoffs again with Brady or get this far. So I think it's more of a three or five year um, kind of gauge more than it's easy to say right now. I mean, everyone's like, oh, Brady got the best of it. I think only would, time will would tell. Would Brady staying in New England have had a much different result in New England this year? I mean, that team. I think they would have they, been better. They, they suffered a, a right. Terrible number of injuries. Obviously, the resurgence of the Bills and the Dolphins, you know, uh, led that uh, AFC East to some new uh, blood and new things. I, I they, they probably would have still had success, not the success that Tom's had down at Tampa. But if he wins the Super Bowl this year, right. it'll it'll separate yeah, it for if, if all he wins, time. Though, but I'm this saying, was yeah. the greatest. But move. You th- when was the last time though in the AFC East that the Bills and the, and the Dolphins were so good? So it hadn't happened for such a long time. But anyway, it's kind of an interesting discussion point, I think, with, uh, with those two guys. We're going to jump to the AFC now, and this is a, a fun matchup, too. I mean, you talk about Josh Allen and what a m- remarkable uh, turnaround after his first two years near the bottom in completion percentage this year uh, in the top five. Um, for me, he's one of the best young quarterbacks in the league. I think he should be in that discussion with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, they go out and make the big trade for Stephon Diggs. I think Minnesota kind of felt, hey, we're just kind of sending him as far away as we can. He has been just a great teammate there. You've got Cole Beasley. You've got Smokey Brown, a couple of talented running backs. But Allen, to me, is is that quarterback that can win Super Bowls. He's kind of got that moxie. Um, only three quarterbacks this year threw for 4,500 yards um, and had 35 touchdowns. The other two happened to be Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. So you put a guy like uh, Allen in that, in that category. He's a talented young quarterback. We know how good the Chiefs are. Mahomes won't be 100%. Um, I do think he starts. Um, but we have seen some money come in um, on Buffalo in this game. Yeah, and I'll start with Allen, and I, I think the big difference, I think Josh Allen was the same quarterback that he was the year before, um, but Stefan Diggs is the reason that he's excelled into the, the top of the AFC and the top of the NFL from a quarterback standpoint. I think that we saw... His completion percentage did go way up, though. I yeah, agree. I mean, Diggs is a difference maker. We saw a shell of, but, of who right. Stefan Diggs could have been when, when he was in Minnesota with Cousins and the way that that offense ran run, run first. And, and so coming to this offense where Buffalo is willing to throw the ball around 
and then the the you know the emergence of Beasley and and John Brown and the running backs and uh, but this is going to be a game they're they're going to have to score there's there's no doubt they're going to have to um, try and have to match wits with Kansas City and see how much that defense is able to slow uh, the Chiefs down they were unable to uh, cover uh, Travis Kelsey in the first matchup strangely enough the the week that the the Bucks. Uh, beat up the Packers 38 to 10 was week six, and in that same week six, we saw Kansas Kansas City make the the trip to Buffalo. So right. the matchups this week were the same as they were in week six. Um, the 26 Chiefs beat 17, them, right? 26 to 17. Kelsey had two touchdowns, had a good game. Um, really, Hill was kind of taken out of the game. They really didn't. Hardman was the other leading receiver uh, for the Chiefs that day. Um, uh, Clyde edwards hilaire had a huge game. I think he rushed for 161 yards. I think that the weather he hasn't been healthy it for was, you it know, was two months. Super super windy in Buffalo that day, so the passing yards were really down. I think that Allen and, and Mahomes were both under like 180 passing yards, but again, it was uh, very challenging situations. Um, and you, you know, you brought it up that this is going to be whether it's Mahomes healthy, how's the toe, how's his head, is everything good going there? There's also some, you know, Watkins has been on the questionable list for them. Hilaire. Uh, Clyde's Ed, Edwards yeah. Hilaire will be back, yep. could be back, uh, but Williams has, did a serviceable job, and I don't know how much you want to depend on your run game when you do have a Patrick Mahomes back there, but if he's not 100%, you might have to hand off a couple more times, but uh, again, this one could be come down to snow. And you talked about um, seeing Bill's money. Um, we, you know, had this line four, four and a half, kind of before. That's what I was going to ask you. You know, yeah. if Mahomes was healthy all along, where do you think we would have yeah, seen? Yeah, I, I think it would have been four and a half, five, maybe even a hair higher. But uh, with his being question mark, obviously we opened it a hair lower. Um, it got bet down to three um, with the fact that he practiced yesterday. We went up to three and a half, and um, we found some Bills money. Yeah. There, there was some. Some action on the Bills taking the three and a half, and we find ourselves back at three. Um, and I still we think might that, not know until Friday or Saturday for sure. I mean, I think everybody thinks he's going to play, but well, it, I think it, he's going to practice. We're going to see him get more, really and more be practice time. Though. It's just when he gets that full clarification of getting through all the concussion protocols um, that he's going to be announced that he's going to play, and that might not come till Saturday or even Sunday morning um, with the way that uh, the league works. Yeah, it'll be curious. I, I think when you looked at that game, that. You would have probably seen it at maybe four or four and a half, like you said. I don't know if it got gets much higher than that. You're talking about a Kansas City team that 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 hasn't covered, I think, in nine straight weeks. Their last cover came against the Jets, which a lot of people were covering against the Jets at that point. So they've still been a really good team. And you look at that record of of fourteen and two, and and how good Andy Reid is there. But they haven't been covering. So from the guest side of it, they haven't been cashing a lot of tickets. Yeah, they're on kind Kansas of jump, City, jumping off that. But they have been right cashing a lot of tickets on Buffalo. So it'll be interesting. Interesting to see, um, you know, if we do get higher, if we get word that, hey, Mahomes is definitely playing, he practiced in full, say, today and tomorrow, that if that number does start to creep back up to three and a half or four, do you start to see an onslaught of Bills money come in because of that value with the Bills, maybe, because Kansas City hasn't covered now for such a long stretch? Yeah, and Kansas City, last week we talked about Andy Reid coming off a bye, was 23-3 and and a 10-point favorite over Cleveland and that Cleveland secondary that kind of really struggles on the on the back end to stop receivers, and they did an adequate job of keeping themselves Higgins doesn't fumble. Who knows? Yeah, you know? we're, we're one fumble away from uh, the Cleveland being in that game and, and having a chance to win and, and be talking about the Browns in the AFC Championship this week. So, um, you know, Kansas City is just a 
when they put it all together, they're a good team, and they just haven't been able to kind of get there week over week. But I think that this team is – this is what they've been waiting for. You know, when, you, when you win Super Bowls and are constantly in championships and you can taste it again, uh, the cream kind of rises to the top when you get this close to where we're at. And there's a reason Mahomes got that, that deal. I mean, it's an unbelievable deal. I mean, he's such a talented quarterback. They've got a lot of talent around him. This is an opportunity for, for Josh Allen to make a name for himself. First time since 1995 that the Bills are in the AFC yeah, title the other game. Thing, the other one thing I want to bring up there, again, the Bills are going to be playing their third game. They had both their games at home. At home, right. They're, they're going to be making their first trip on the road in the playoffs. Um, the other thing is, is they were really outplayed in both of their two playoff games. I mean, if you go back and look at the Colts game, the Colts were in the red zone with every offensive possession, missed on a fourth and two, missed on a field, field goal. goal yeah. um, the Ravens, I think, rushed for over 180 yards and outgained but them. But they did keep Jackson in check. Yeah. I mean, they, they were able to take but away that's, the big piece there. That's not what the Ravens want right. to do. The Ravens want to continue to run the football, and they were able to do that, have success. If it's not for the uh, big interception return. And they're in the, the red zone the when that happens. Game. Right. We had Tucker with two field goals. doinks uh, right. field goals. So the Bills have found some luck in getting through both these games of the Colts um, and the Ravens, and, and we'll see if that luck can continue. Yeah, I think championship game is going to be great. Uh, it's just really two or four offensive-minded teams, which is going to be kind of fun to watch. Uh, hope we get kind of the green light and hear something on uh, on Mahomes that we know that he's playing. Although I think that he, that he that he will play. You know, and the best part about it is I, I is I look forward. Even though we're not through this week, I look forward to next week of starting to build all these props and come up with all the props. Right. And all four of these teams. We've already started talking about yeah, it. All yeah. four of these teams have so many guys that are get involved in the game from receivers and running backs that this this year's it's an props offensive are be, you know bonanza. I think, absolutely, as far as the props go. absolutely fantastic right. on the prop side of things, and even on the defensive side, we've got a lot of guys you know from a sacks and interceptions, some big names on the defensive side of the football. Yeah. Um, so I really think the props are going to be exciting, and that you know kind of leads me into you know STN Sports. Right. On STN Sports Mobile is don't don't wait don't wait for that sign up for Super Bowl week because every prop will be on the app right come in the book and get yep. signed up now you know you're, you're so many years we've been looking at that 25 and 30 pages of the prop packet and you come in and you look for your props and you find your prop and and the prices have moved or you don't know what those those lines are and we're gonna have those prop sheets but. On the palm, in the palm of your hand, on your phone, you can look up the thousands of props at the actual price that they're at, be able to bet them, the money goes back in, you're not in line for Super Bowl Sunday, you're not in line cash and tickets on uh, Sunday night or Monday morning, it's all in the palm of your hand on your phone, so I can't encourage you enough to uh, social distance properly, get yourself signed up for, for the, the app and, and be able to play Super Bowl from the, the, you know, the seat of your, your kitchen table or on your couch or wherever you may be, but uh, now's the time. We will definitely still have the package in the book, and I know they're such a hot commodity. We always put them on kind of colored paper to distinguish what they are, and guests are always walking around with those packets in their hand, but like Jay said, now's such a great time to get signed up for STN Mobile. We still have the up to $100 bonus going on. It really does bring the sports book to the palm of your hand, but it's not just about football. I mean, you've got a huge UFC fight this weekend and Fight Island with Poirier and, and McGregor, and there's some rumblings that if McGregor looks really good in this fight, that he would get Habib to come out of retirement, and they may have a, a mega event at some point. But this is a huge UFC uh, event. McGregor's a little over, I think, a 3-1 a, a to one favorite. Yep. Uh, you've seen a lot of action on the under as far as the rounds go, but it, it's, a, it's a huge UFC card, and, and that's just a mega, mega event. Yeah, there's some other good fights on the card. It's not just a one-fight card. We've got a couple of great uh, women's bouts, uh, I and, and um, uh, Rivas and Rodriguez. Right. Um, 
uh, Hooker and Chandler uh, from the men's side of things. And uh, But this is an interesting. The McGregor uh, fight is interesting just because I, I keep seeing that two and a half rounds under minus $1.90 and um, asking myself, McGregor, you know, dropping back down to, to lightweight from fighting at uh, the welterweight. You know, what does that look like? Uh, the last time he fought there was against Khabib, uh, Poirier. Action has been on the under, though. Yeah. So, but. Uh, you know, I don't think he's going to be intimidated here the second time. And um, he's done nothing but get better. Um, and then, you know, where does the, the UFC go from here? You know, you look at that. You talked about uh, does Khabib come out of retirement? But uh, just an awesome UFC fight. I, I think he does. I think Saturday is going to be just a gold mine of sports. Right. Uh, you know, go ahead and finish your thought on the Yeah, fight. I, I think Khabib. I mean, I think, what is he, 29 fights? Is that where he's at? And I think it would be, a, um, would he fight that 30th time? I think if he has an opportunity and it's McGregor and it's a, it's an Omega event like that. I, yeah, the paydays. Yeah, I be think too yeah, much Khabib to, would definitely look, look at that. So, But Saturday is also the, the Pegasus yep. World Cup on the horse racing side of our business. Um, an absolutely huge uh, race is down at Gulfstream on Saturday, a $3 million uh, grade one race, and then a million-dollar turf race uh, with some you know big horses and guys, names that you'll recognize that ran in Kentucky Derby. Twin Q that day, of and course. And Raiders yep. Cups. And so um, you know, on the horse side of things, again, if you don't have the horse side of the app, make sure you get the horse side of the app. And, and Saturday, come and enjoy the uh, great racing from, uh, from Gulfstream at the Pegasus World Cup. And then also talking about sports in our own backyard, it's the, the Vegas Golden Knights. I mean, they're, they're 4-0. Uh, they've looked so impressive um, in those games. Three of the four games uh, they've covered on the puck line. Three of the four games have gone over. Uh, guests love them on the puck line. I think the key is that we didn't know for sure what the, the goalie split would be with that tandem, but so far it's been 50-50. Both guys look phenomenal. They've given up seven goals in four games. They're giving up less than two goals per game. They can score. Um, their big free agent signing, Alex Bertangelo, got a, got a goal. Um, this team just looks like they're on a roll. Granted, all games have been at home, but um, the guests have been cashing tickets on them, and we've seen a robust handle on the Knights game so yeah, far. Yeah, we've, uh, we've lost, on the, our side of the counter, we've lost three of those four <laughs> of those games. Four only, games right? only the game that they kind of stole from the Ducks uh, that was in, two, the, one in, the, final? in the overtime, overtime the fact yeah. that they kept it under and didn't cover yep. the puck line. And um, You know, the, you, you talk about the, the defense has been really, really good, and, and with all due respect, uh, Arizona and Anaheim are not two high-flying offenses, uh, two teams that are going to be on the lower side of goal scoring, um, in particular Arizona, um, who's really, really a good defensive ball, uh, team with, with great goaltending, much much like the Knights, uh, but not known for their scoring. And the Ducks are going to be you know, at the bottom of the, that West. And so we'll see as they go to the road now if this Arizona team can re- regroup. Uh, but, yeah, good to see um, Theodore put a couple pucks right. in the net and Petrangelo get his first. But that goalie Stone had a great so good. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I don't know that we're going to continue to see the 50-50 split i keep asking myself with these the, the the cap problems and the fact that we're seeing forwards and defensemen and haig and colsar and kind of shuffled in and out uh, on who they have to play um to not force petrangelo to play 29 minutes like he did in that that first game i just wonder if flurry's going to continue to get more time so that they can show and feature him to maybe any suitors that are out there that hey this guy could still play i don't know what i think team the that league, is i think the league knows he can still play um, I just think with you know 56 games in 116 days, um, so many back to backs that I think goaltending's the key. I think you look at there's, yeah, I think it's Dansk behind him as the emergency goalie on the taxi squad. There's just not a lot of experience there. So if if you have to go into those back to back situations with a relatively young goaltender, is that something they want to do? I mean, the way they're playing right now, I mean, there was a reason they were uh, you know co favorites to win the cup. But that that goalie tandem, I think, makes it a, makes them the the best team in the league. 
league because nobody can roll out two goalies like that every single night. Yeah, it'll be it's going to be exciting to see as they continue to roll when they start to play some of these uh, better teams in the West. Uh, you know how that defense holds up and, and if the offense can keep rolling. And we've seen on the other side in the Eastern Conference, we've seen just goals galore from you know teams like uh, Pittsburgh and Washington and Tampa. Right. Uh, they've been they've been lighting the lamp a lot. So um, it's great to have hockey back. And the NBA has got uh, you know full swing. We saw a major trade with Harden going to the Nets, and and uh, they suffered their first loss with that uh, that trio back against Cleveland last night. And, um, continue to roll there, and NBA's had a score, little bit, a right. little bit more of the uh, potential COVID kind of creeping into the the NBA as we're seeing a lot of guys rest or some guys out on a nightly basis, and um, so you got to keep your head on a swivel and kind of constantly be watching those lines in the NBA. But uh, you know, from everything, as we sit here going into the final weeks of the NFL playoffs with college basketball and hockey um, and NBA, and and I'm sure we're going to start talking about baseball here right. um, soon enough, and we're going to be presenting Keep ourselves. Talking about the Padres, we know I mean, the I know we know March Madness right. is is going to be just around the corner, and as we're starting to get preparations for how they're going to run right. the tournament. So again, it's just it's it's that perfect time to have the app, uh, you know, understand the funding options, everything that the app uh, presents itself, and make sure you get yourself signed up. We'll fill all you guys in on March Madness, but as Jay touched upon, uh, it's kind of a different format this year. Is that you're going to see like I think it's those first couple of rounds. It's it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then you have the Elite Action Elite Eight actually played on a Monday, Tuesday. It's Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So definitely some date changes. We'll make sure and get you guys filled in. But before we close out this segment, one of the questions that we've both been asked, and I think uh, a lot of guests have kind of sent in as far as social goes, is after this weekend, depending on what the matchup is, what do you think the the Super Bowl line's going to be? So let's start with the two teams that are favorite. So if it's if it's Chiefs Packers and Mahomes is healthy and and both teams get out of it and look good. Um, I know we've talked about it, but what do you think, Chiefs-Packers? We, we actually have it up. You can bet the AFC-NFC Super Bowl prop that we have up right now. We have the AFC 1. That's kind of based on Chiefs-Packers. Yeah, and that's so. and yeah, it's based right. on, you can't really base it on anything else other than the two favorites that are going right. to this game. And um, So we've got the AFC 1, and I think that's what this price would be if it was. And again, it, so much goes into how a team looks this week. You know, if, if Kansas City comes out and blows the doors off Buffalo or Green Bay just destroys Tampa, you know, that's what the public sees last. There's obviously going to be that influence, you know, to where if, if Kansas City really struggles to get through Buffalo and Green Bay goes and destroys Tampa, you could easily see the game be a pick em or, or, or Green Bay won. But as of right now, with right. the way the teams are playing, um, I would say Chiefs won over the Packers. So let's take it a step further now. So say Tampa wins. They go into Green Bay. They win three road games now. It's Brady. He he pulls off the upset again. He wins in Lambeau. And he is playing the Super Bowl in his own stadium, which has never happened before. I mean, he's won. We know what he's done with the Patriots. We know how great he's been. As you said earlier, this could be kind of that defining moment. He went to a team. He was able to, as a wild card get to the Super Bowl in his home stadium what is Kansas City and Tampa I've seen out there that Kansas City would be more like a two and a half, two and half point to, favorite, which I've seen two and a half to three I, maybe. I I personally think that's way too high um if Tampa wins this game <clears throat> they're going to look good somehow in, you would think in right. doing yeah it. Right. um and they're going home and I don't think that um it, it's enough of an adjustment for them able to go back to Tampa I think that that again we don't know how many 
fans. Well, actually, we do know how many fans. We don't know where those fans are going to be coming from. Obviously, the Super Bowl is not normally, uh, you know, like a home game. It's a, it's much more celebrity and, and but just type from, of fan. But from a familiarity standpoint, he'd yeah. be on his own field, their own locker room. I think there's a lot of kind of benefits there. And I, I think it comes lower. The, the, I know that what's Agreed. out there is Kansas yeah. City two and a half, but I, I, I would um, tell you that if the Bucks win this game and, and do so in looking good, um, which they're probably going to have to do to win this game, I think it comes lower. I think it actually could be Kansas City one over Tampa. How about, um, so now if we look at, at Pack Bills, um, that would mean the Pack kind of held true to form. They, they won at home in, in Lambeau. They looked good. They beat Brady. We've talked about Rodgers. And then it would mean the Bills went into Arrowhead and kind of pulled off that big upset and beat Kansas City. Now, they would have won nine straight if that's the case. They've covered the bulk of their games to win. They would cover this week as well. Um, I'm thinking that game is Buffalo may, or uh, Green Bay under three, maybe the two, yeah, two and a half range as well. Two and a half, three, somewhere right. you might see something with money or a three even, but... Um, um, I think, again, from a standpoint of... To me, they could push that game up, though. If we opened it below three, I could see there being some Packer money getting that game to three just because it's Rodgers and, and, and Green Bay. Yeah, just just the sheer Buffalo in uncharted waters uh, going up against a, an experienced Packers team. And, and it's somewhat the reason why the Chiefs this week, you know, the, the Bills are just in... Uh, not where they're normally used to being, but I think that the Packers, I, I'd say Packers three, two and yeah, a half, three, uh, I agree. comfortably. And then if we get both dogs, you get the two upsets this week, you get you get Bucks bills to win. Um, again, it's the Bucks in their home stadium, but they'd be playing the Bills. Um, what do you think that line would be? I think it's it's two, two and a half. Tampa, you know, maybe maybe a hair lower, depending on how they they look. But again, if I'm saying Kansas City, if it's Brady and he comes up, I could see maybe even the two and a half. Kansas three. City's going to be one against Tampa, and they're going to be one against uh, Green Bay. Again, if if you're saying that right. that it's the same team with Tampa essentially winning and going home, so you maybe have to call it the same thing. Maybe it's it's Tampa three or, or two and a half, and I, I don't know how if Tom Brady gets back to the Super Bowl right. and and playing at home I just don't know how you bet a, I don't know how you bet against this guy it's just like it's written in the stars um, and, and this is a, <laughs> right. it's the magical season right. to for for him to you know make his a clean exit. Uh, you know, I'll be, if he if he wins the Super Bowl here, does he come back? I, I know he we're, comes back. I know we're expecting Breeze to announce his retirement. I think he we has, saw Rivers. I, I think he comes back because he had a great year. I mean, forty five hundred yards, thirty five scores. But look at the, the the team around him. He's got a really good defense. He he plays in Tampa, and then he's got weapons like like Gronk and and Godwin and Mike Evans and Antonio Brown. Now, I think it's a perfect situation for him um, with that offense. I mean, we could talk about this for for well, hours, let's, you and I. Let's but plan, I think he does. We'll talk about it next week after this week's yeah. games and see how close we are <laughs> right. on our projections it is and, fun. Yeah. and where the lines come but obviously you know this is uh, the, the time of year that we love the best and you know so after um, these games played on Sunday we're, we're going to put up the uh, the big game right away as soon right. as the teams are announced and if it's a, a blowout we might actually have the game um, up before the end of the AFC championship and then I know our team of guys uh, myself and you and Jason Simball and Bert Sorencione um, we're really looking forward to next week. Uh, you Propatopia. Know, Wednesday, Thursday, right. Friday, Saturday, yeah. we um, you know try and get these uh, these packets of props up and have a lot of fun doing it, and uh, really look forward to, to working with you guys to get those things together and then get those out to the guests. So uh, it'll be Saturday. It's actually it's actually so much fun. I mean, I think we all look forward to it. It's uh, you know ordering a pizza and kind of having some fun and diving into these numbers and and bouncing things off one another and trying to be as creative as we can and think outside the box and put some of these different cross board props up. But I think the one unique thing this year will be is that all four of these teams are so 
offensive-minded that we're going to have a lot of fun with those offensive props. Yeah, so look for us to uh, our props on that, that Friday the 29th or Saturday the 30th. That's when we'll have our uh, our packet completed and everything that we're going to offer. And the last page of the there. packet is? It's always uh, next year's Super Bowl. Right. So we'll, uh, you can uh, jump in already. Maybe uh, you know where Deshaun Watson's <laughs> going to end up. And, uh, I what, wish I did. What the, the key draft picks are going to be. Could or, he be wearing orange and blue maybe? I don't, I don't know. But uh, we'll you know, that those uh, those opportunities are going right. to be up and um, you're going to get some good odds on those teams because I think we're going to continue to see this Chiefs, this Bills, this Packers uh, team at the top of, of uh, to win next year's Super Bowl. Right. As you guys can see, I mean, we have a lot of fun with this. I mean, we're really looking forward to putting all the props up and, and getting the big game Sunday. So don't forget, as Jay mentioned, what a great time to get signed up for STN Mobile, up to $100 bonus. All the props will be on the app. It just brings the racing sports book uh, to the palm of your hand. We'll chat with you guys next week. He's Jason. He's Teaser. I'm Chucky. Good luck this week, guys. We'll see you next week on Bookends.